0: This is an Onami podcast. Hello. Welcome back to Growing Up with Devin. If you're listening to this and not watching it, you can't see, but uh, I look like I'm going golfing today. I don't know how that happened because I don't golf. <laughs> so I look like I'm on the tour. Like I look like I'm I'm on the tour. I look like I'm, you know. I'm at least carrying a racket, I wanted to say. See, I, I'm not a golfer. Um, for those listening, just imagine uh, Tiger Woods is talking to you. You know, whatever that does for you. Welcome back to Growing Up with Devin. We're here exploring life, we're here connecting, we're here going through this journey together. I have no guest for you today. I'm here in the studio with the producers working and uh, trying to make this podcast as best as we can. Um, We don't have a guest, and I forgot to request questions from you guys. Um, So I'm going to do a solo episode where my lovely producers ask me questions, and I answer them. How's that? How's that for a jumping-off point? So uh, let's talk about things, guys. What what, what would you like to hear? I have some questions that I that I'm not going to reveal to you in advance to get... Don't. Surprise me. It's better. Get my fucking random thoughts. Hey, we started a Patreon for Growing Up with Devin, where we're building a community going through this growing up process together. We're talking about personal finance as well as all the other struggles from the Life Survival Guide. You can get bonus content, live streams, merch drops, and you can help support the pod and help us keep doing what we're doing. Check it out in the link below. Do you daydream about what your future looks like? And if so, what do those dreams look like? Wow, wow, fuck. (laughs) Nice question, all right. Man, screw the DMs. I'm taking questions from my producers more often. Um, Yeah, man, I do daydream about my future. So, let me lay out a couple things here. Um, You must. You must daydream. You must envision into the future. This is, this is how we keep ourselves going. This is how you kind of aim your life. On the other side of that spectrum, there is a problem known as I'll be happy when. This is something all of us do, and that's kind of the, that's the toxic side of this, this daydream about the future is putting your happiness on some da-da-da in the future. Um, We all do it, and the truth is, I'll be happy when, when you actually come to that, it never works. I've tried it many times. You know, it sucks when, when your life really, when you're having a real hard time finding things to be grateful for, and you're just truly like, This is not where I want to be. So then you put this vision of the future in front of you, and you go, that's where I'm trying to get, and that's when I'll be happy. (sighs) It's like you need to do that envisioning part so you know where you're going, and then try and find some grace in the journey of getting there. Um, But I do daydream about my future. Um, It's part of being a manifesting girly. (laughs) Okay, okay, it's part of being a manifesting girly is envisioning my future, okay? And we all want to be manifesting girlies, don't we? We do. Uh, I do. You know, that term makes me laugh sometimes, but it is real. Um, It is real to to daydream your future. So for me, I have a lot of long drives in LA. (laughs) Getting to this fucking studio (laughs) is like an hour. (laughs) Um, So... I I try and sometimes dedicate my drive to giving myself the space to think about what I want. And not just from my personal perspective, but also like, what's going on in the world? What's the whole scope? What's the whole field that I exist in? And then from there, like, what is my desire? What do I want for my life? What do I want, what do I want, what do I want? It's asking that question like, a lot. And for me, it's not about um, art, it's not always about articulating the answer. It's not always about like quickly answering that question, but feeling into that question what do I want? And what do I want? The big question I ask is what do I want my life to feel like? What do I want it to feel like? And I try and kind of connect where I am now to where that place is and try and find some, yeah, connection of feeling of like vibration to that thing. And yeah, so my daydreams just really include what I want my life to feel like, look like. Sure, there's some money goals, but really there, it's like creativity goals and how it feels to exist in it. Feeling, feeling like life's possible, feeling like I have opportunities abundantly flowing towards me, feeling like I'm collaborating with people I feel good about and trust, um, feeling like I have momentum in what I'm creating, right? So it's all things like that. And I have to do it weekly, if not daily, is stay clear. It's, it's me staying clear on what I want. Yeah. That's awesome. What else you got, guys? Okay, okay Ramy. Um, Hi. Hi. Hi, hi. How has your life changed since starting these two podcasts? Mm. And like coming back a little bit more into the public eye, maybe. Wow. I love your guys' questions. Yeah. This is cool. This is a cool format. I'm into it. Maybe we'll do more of these. Let us know in the comments if you like it. Um Yeah, life life since doing the pods. Uh they've given me both of these, have given me Like direction, which feels really good. A place that weekly I can put my energy in, not just like with you guys and the actual recording of the pods, but into social media and releasing it. Like it's given me steady creation Um, and being on a rhythm, a weekly rhythm, man, it is hard to be consistent in life. I think for anyone, but I certainly feel it. I'm like sort of fucking squirrel brain and I'm super creative. So everything is always about like flow and feel. That has not really lended itself to me being very consistent in my life. Cause like, if I'm not getting the response I want, I'll just move on and do something else. And I'm like decently good in a lot of different areas. So I can also just kind of like bounce between all this stuff and not be consistent. There's been such a beauty I've I've found Um, And such a grounding um, force in being steady each week with both podcasts. We release one episode a week. We record and try and batch. Like This is, is creating this rhythm of work and consistency in my life that is actually grounding out and giving me a foundation in other areas. And then as far as being in the public eye more, well, I can say I know that the pods are working because I'm getting recognized more in public like, that's a real-world thing that's just letting me know, oh, these podcasts exist. Like, holy shit, these are actually out there impacting. Like, I can tell because more people are recognizing me. Um, and then not just uh, fans recognizing me, but I've had more opportunities open up within the industry. Just I, I, I just know because of the podcast, I'm more visible right now. And that's a beautiful thing. Um, and the most beautiful part about it is both these podcasts... I'm creating this work, creating this consistency. I'm creating this visibility, but fully authentic. This is me being me, like a thousand percent. And that's dope that I get to build this routine and this, this uh, kind of workflow and content based on who I am and what I care about. This is like, this is a dream, um, you know, they're not quite paying for my life yet. <laughs> you know, join the Patreon, buy merch, just donate. I'll send you my Cash App. Um, they're not quite paying for my life yet, um, but that's the goal. If 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 these podcasts can handle like my bills and my weekly creation, I mean, dude, this is such a huge blessing and foundation for me to really create my adult life with. So that's the vision, and we're going to keep going until we find it, you know.: Is there one person, maybe someone who you haven't had on the podcast yet, who you feel like has just had an outsized impact on your upbringing or you becoming the person that you are today? Woof Woof, man. A ah, person who haven't on, who's had an outsized impact on the person I am today? No. I did it all myself. (laughs) Uh, I mean, my fucking mom is like the greatest. I am so blessed, man. I'm so, so, so blessed. She is. I know everyone thinks, well, not everyone. (laughs) Some people's moms are terrible, but some people think they have the best mom. I don't know, man. I don't know. I might. I might actually have the best mom. Um, she is so unbelievably supportive to my being. Like, she truly wants me to succeed for me. And uh, she's got that crazy mom, Spidey sense where she knows when I'm, something's going on. Like, I don't talk to her every day, but she'll know. I'll call her and be like, ah, shit's going on. She's like, I felt it. I'm like, what the hell? This is weird, man. Um, but I'm so grateful. So I don't know that I'd ever bring her on the pod. She listens to the pod. Hi, Mom, and my sister. Hi, Ness. Um, uh, I don't know that I'd bring her on the pod. That feels like maybe too personal or too intimate, but um, but she has been the steadiest through line in me being who I am and achieving everything I've achieved. Um, she's the greatest. And growing up, growing up, my mom... She struck that perfect balance, which parents need to strike, which is like, I knew I was fully supported by her and I was afraid of her. And you need that, but like, but like not afraid, not afraid, like for danger reasons, right? Afraid of bound, afraid like that I would get it wrong, afraid that there were consequences to me not behaving correctly, right? Like that's good for a child. I see way too many parents running around Los Angeles and their kids are acting a fool and they're like not teaching them boundaries. You need that because in adulthood there are. And if you don't get taught it as a kid and yeah, my mom just struck this perfect balance of like, no, she fully has my back and don't fucking cross the line. Like, know that she is superior, so learn, right? Listen and learn. Um, and she did it really without hitting. She did it with, she, she, did it, she didn't even have to raise her voice too much. Like, she had this fucking tone and this look, man, that, I mean, all of my friends were afraid of my mom. She just, like, wielded that power, which uh, is tight. <laughs> I respect it. The older I get, I'm like, that was tight, mom. Um, but also, like, listening to fucking Jeanette McCurdy's audiobook and realizing, like, Jeanette was going through what she was going through. Uh, we had the same agent manager, similar path with Nickelodeon, right? Knowing that her mom was the way she was, just, I just listened to that book recently, and it just gave me, like, just even further perspective. Like, whoa, man. My mom on Ned's was there every day, and she was looking out for me. She was looking out for what I wanted what 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 my safety was, what my feelings were, like she was taking care of me and other kids on the set, like she was there for to be a parent, and um not every kid in this industry gets that, and so yeah that's that's my person man Devin, in your day to day lived experience, what is it like having so many f- adoring fans out there? like what is it like being a public figure and knowing that there are so many people out there that you don't know, uh, but who just absolutely know and adore you. Hmm. Interesting question, Samuel. Um, what does it feel like to have fans who adore me? <laughs> it makes the hole in my heart less empty. <laughs> I mean, that's what we all think, right? That's what we all think, like... I think a lot of kids want to be famous because you think being loved by many will make you feel whole and validated and worthy and less alone. And <laughs> maybe that's true. Maybe that's true some of the time, um, but not all the time, you know, you know, you're still going to be a flawed human with pain. <laughs> but how do, how's my experience with fans? Man, the cool part about my experience with fandom is it comes from Ned's, which is like the most positive most genuine show that truly connected with people. So, most of what I get is pure love, which is Beautiful. I have to be honest. Like I've never felt like I could really turn that away because people bring mostly just sweetness to me. They're like, you were my childhood. I love you. Um, like I really fuck with what you're doing. I loved you as a kid. That is so I can't. I can't shit on the fact that I was part of people's childhood, that that's how they feel as adults, that like I was a, a positive figure in their childhood. So honestly, it can be really supportive at times, the fan base I have. Um, being a public figure is strange, but I've talked about a bit before, I hit the sweet spot also because of Neds, where I was anonymous enough um, that I could still go like get fucked up at music festivals and like live my teenage life um, and not have so many eyes on me because that can feel strange when you feel like all the eyes are on you and I have very famous friends who their life, like I want some of their opportunities but I don't know that I want all that. Like that's gnarly having, like knowing you're in a space and like people are sneaking photos of you and like just that you're not, knowing that you're watched all the time So I'm kind of grateful for where I've landed in it. Um, Having fans who are so supportive and just kind of like, even if they're in love with the past of mine, even if I've done things for 20 years and people are still like, why haven't you acted since Ned's? And I'm like, I fucking have. (laughs) Even if that's the case, even if all you guys know is Ned's, all I get is love. And uh, I can't be mad at that. Um, So on my best days it actually does kind of add to my life and and allow me to uh, have purpose and allow me to feel lifted. On my worst, it's not a negative in my life. It just doesn't help what I'm going through, right? Like, at my worst, it still doesn't fill the void we all feel. Like, it still doesn't fix my problems uh, in the way some people think it does, you know? Um, But it's cool. I I appreciate you fans out there. You know what I'm saying? All right. Okay, if we could have your... Okay, hold on. If we (laughs) could have a guest come on Growing Up tomorrow that you'd get to talk to, anyone in the world, who would that person be? Let's manifest it. Wow. Uh, What? Anyone in the world. Who am I super interested in right now? No one. (laughs) It's all about me. <laughs> um, man, that's a good question. Do you guys have dream? Well, I think. Do you guys have dream people you want to bring on this pod? I want yeah. one you mentioned before, um, Jason, Jason Bateman. Jason oh, Bateman. Love him. Love him. I've been watching that Smart List, like the show, the miniseries. It's incredible. Um, do you have anyone, dreams, dream guests you want to bring on? Would love to get Hank Green on the pod. Hank Green. I do love me some Hank Green. Um, yeah, who, who would I want? I mean, who really moves me? Uh, I mean, anyone from Ted Lasso that just ended, I love that show so much. And I think it's really difficult to create a quality entertaining show that has full heart, that is willing to be cringy cheesy at times because the show is about heart and the, and like human intimacy, Um, so anyone from Ted Lasso, any of the creators, Jason Sudeikis, I think uh, that would be amazing. Just to talk to them about creating something, um, like that. Uh, Jeremy Strong, Succession, also just finished. Love it so much, and he's so brilliant, uh, and that show is so good. Or Jesse Armstrong, the creator, um i'm just going through shows barry also just ended bill Hader, bring me P- bill Hader, man bill Hader, teach us all about life bill Hader, i i love you um yeah those are those are some people that's a little starting off point you know what i mean about barack obama barack obama i mean yeah but like president no matter who the president is that's a crazy job it's crazy to i don't know that i want to talk to presidents yeah, I don't. There's, I don't know. There's like a lack of uh, dropping in with any politician. Oh, although I would like to talk to AOC. I think she's she's pretty badass. Um, all oh, my comments are going to blow up. He likes AOC. <clears throat> yeah. LeBron James. Oh, LeBron. Hell yeah, LeBron would be sick. Um, I mean, there's so many people, man. Uh, uh, uh Anderson Pack. Yeah, he'd be great, man. This is this is a journey. Let's let's manifest some, some great some great people, guys. Oh, Haley Williams, Paramore, Haley Williams. That might be that might be the top. Or Alicia Keys. Now I'm just thinking of like women I love. Um, <laughs> yeah, Rihanna for sure. She's busy raising children. Alicia Keys might be the top of the fucking top of the world for me. If we could get Alicia Keys on here, um, I'd just stare at her. It'd be a quiet podcast. It'd just be me sitting in a chair staring at her (laughs) Uh, yeah so let's make it happen alicia keys i love you so much (laughs) you're the you're the pinnacle of femininity and perfection (laughs) and artistry i love you um cool well this was fun thanks for asking me questions guys i actually like this format maybe we'll do this again um thank you guys for listening i'm trying to say um less but it just kills the time I'm going to stop saying um. I'm just going to let it be. So thank you for watching. Thanks for subscribing. Hit me in the comments. We got a Patreon you can check out. And we'll be back next Tuesday with a new episode. Bye. Awesome. Like that.